Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. First, we've got to get to our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. And as is customer on the driver's seat, we have to give them their proper intro first. Heimgartner, I reckon, has got this job done. Congratulations to Andre. Well done for the 25-year-old Kiwi. And an armour all pole today to Andre Heimgartner. It's the one and only D.I. He was competitive here last year. He was right at the front of the field. And for him to do this today... Superb, absolutely superb. The final corner, and it is well, a first time victory now for Andre Heimgartner. His first supercar win. Awesome. That was so good to watch. Yes, please welcome back to the driver's seat from Brad Jones Racing, the one and only, still DRE, Andre Heimgartner. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Good to be on. Still the best intro of any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it goes downhill from there. Uh, that's the highlight right there, mate. <laughs> hey, Andre, um, welcome back to the show. I think uh, probably first time for 2022. So first time we're talking to you as a BJR driver after you were a, a, a Kelly driver Last year, it was one of the bigger bombs in the off season. Uh, the the change between you and Nick Perkett and your swapping of uh, of teams. He obviously went to WAU. You went and filled up his seat. Were you expecting it? Like, did it come to the end of the year and you went, "Yeah, yeah, no, I oh, know, I'm out of here"? Or how did all that play out? Now that it's in the rearview mirror. Um. Yeah, it was something I didn't necessarily plan on happening. I guess you could say it's. Um, I've been very loyal to, to the Kellys and, you know, I owe my career, um, you know, how it's continued and how it got reinvigorated back in 2017, 18 to the Kellys and especially Todd Kelly. So yeah. I was extremely loyal to him and um, to all my knowledge and, and intent, he was, you know, staying a part owner of the team with the Groves. So for me, that was where I wanted to be. I wanted to stay there. I wanted to be with him um, and continue on, and you know, I believed in in the vision and everything the team that was going. And um, you know, once once um, he announced he was leaving, you know, it made me sit back and think, okay, well, shit, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no, nothing really tying me tying me to being here. And then it made me really just look hard and see, you know, what would be the best for me, my driving going forward, um, what environment do I want to be involved in. Um, you know, and ultimately just trying to get into a more competitive car. And at the time, I could only look at the results, you know, based off the last few years. And um, luckily, a door opened up for Brad Jones Racing, and um, you know, I happily walked on through it. So it was, um, yeah, nothing controversial or, or, or that amazing. But I guess it was sort of um, when you, you know, when an opportunity presents itself to look at something else and do something else. So I, um, yeah, looked out there, saw it was available, and. Um, yeah, I, I like what I saw in the Brad Jones Racing team and the environment there and the deal that they could offer me. And that's the other thing too, Andre. I mean, like, you know, as a driver, you've only got, um, you know, a, a shelf life that's just so long. And so you've got to really do what's best for your career, you know, before you you, know, you look back and sort of go, oh, well, I should have done this, should have done that. But, but you're actually now, I guess, by default, the de facto kind of team leader of Brad Jones Racing. I mean, I mean you've got a wealth more experience 
then uh, your teammates like Bryce Fullwood, Macaulay Jones and Jack Smith, they're still relatively young uh, in their main game careers. But have you sort of taken up a leadership role or is it just sort of every man for themselves or you don't really go, well, I'm, I'm, I'm P1, everyone else is P234? Like, how's it sort of work in that dynamic? Um, no, it's been it's been really, really cool. Um, I've really enjoyed Brad um, and the whole environment there. They've said from the day that I'm obviously the team leader and you need to act that way and, um, you know, help support the other, other guys. And um, it's something I've really enjoyed so far. We're only early on in the year, but I put on a skid, uh, skid day, uh, skid pan day, sorry, earlier in the year for us all and, you know, a bit of team bonding and, and, and teach other guys sort of some of the things I knew and, um, throughout the year, it's been it's been quite good. I've managed to um, you know give Macaulay a bit of feedback and help him on race weekends when he has questions or with his driving and just explain a few things. You know, I don't know everything, but um, you know anything I can help and clarify with him, it's um, all positive. So yeah, for me, it's been a really cool experience. I guess being that that lead driver and being able to help some young guys, and it's also helped me look back at myself and um, really think about why I do things and you know how I go racing. And so then, give me your report card. I mean, it's it's pretty early in the year. Let's be truthful, but we're yeah. you know we're three rounds in. Um, how's the first three rounds been for you? Because, I mean, let's be brutally honest, uh, Andre. If I look at the results, I look at qualifying, and I look at the results, it tells me it hasn't been the greatest start. That's watching from the outside. What's it like from the inside? Is there a level of frustration? Is there you know what you're doing, building? Where are you at after the first three rounds? Um, it's definitely been a lot of frustration, I guess you could say. We've, you know, probably had more errors within the team and, and the car um, than we would have liked. You know, we've had a couple of times or three times, notably that we've been taken out of a race or, um, you know, been been shunted by other people, and um, that's obviously a, a, a result of us qualifying bad. But I think it's not as bad as it looks. <laughs> believe it or not, we went to the first round, first race, first race of the year. I qualified fourth. We should have finished fifth. Um, but unfortunately, the car ran a fuel. The next day, we finished fifth or sixth, I was, think it was. And went mm. to Tasmania, was very fast in practice. Um, and I think that's where some of our issues started to go wrong. We blew an engine, we got taken out. We went to AGP. We had you know, a, a whole lot of issues with my car, which meant the straight line was you know, not quite where it needed to be. And when it's so close, and you're losing a few tenths a lap from straight line. And then we got shunted. So, anyway, long story short, you can say all this sort of stuff. But... I think we know within ourselves, we have a fast car. I'm driving, you know, I feel very well at the moment. And, um, you know, where we are is not where we we um, sort of should be. So we just need to regroup. I, I think, you know, the start of the year um, within the team probably hasn't gone with how we wanted. So we just need to refocus, reset, and um, just try and get some solid races under our belt. But for sure, um, I think results-wise, hasn't been you know, exactly what we wanted. Well, like, like you sort of mentioned, like there's been a lot of other factors that have sort of played a part in this. And, and I think even as, as early as Tassie, a lot of people were sort of saying like, you know, don't want to like say the driving standards have dropped, but there's certainly a lot more, you know, uh, bin it or win it sort of attitudes in, on the grid at the moment compared to previous years. But like you mentioned before, like, you know, you looked at sort of um, where you're going to and you saw like the results because you've still got the same car that Nick Perkett had last year and it was constantly within the top 10 I'm pretty sure like out of out of the 31 races it was in there you know 21 out of 10 times including the two podiums one at um Hidden Valley and I can't remember where the other one was but um pretty much the car's still the same but everything else in there is a different variable like you're a new driver and you've even got a brand new engineer in uh Tony Woodward too like how's that sort of relationship gelling together 
it's been really cool. He's, he's a great young guy. He obviously worked with Todd last year and um, all that sort of stuff. So it's um, yeah, everything's new, um, I guess. Uh, we've still got the same car, um, yeah, new engineer, but he's been there a little while. So, uh, but I think it's more more different on the other side of the garage. You know, to, to be in a good competitive team, you need two two or three or four really good drivers. And um, you know, we've got Bryce, who's new to the team, still quite inexperienced, but he, you know, he's quick. And we've got Phil Keat, who's still getting his head around everything. So I don't think we've seen the best from our engineering department just yet. I think. Um, you know, Phil's getting his head around things. We've found a few things that obviously weren't uh, as we, we desired. So, um, yeah, there, there's lots of new things, lots of things changing. But I think um, going forward, it's only going to get stronger. Let's talk Grand Prix. Uh, because I'm sure you don't want to, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I got to say, I was watching it. I was watching it on telly. I didn't stay down for the Grand Prix after last week's live show. I, I did jet back to the Gold Coast and I was watching it. And I did laugh out loud when you had a fair crack at a couple of the young fellas out there saying that they were driving too hard. I think you dropped a swear word somewhere. The level of frustration in your voice, I could see you were right on the limiter. And had you been able to say what you wanted to say, uh, it would have been outstanding. But I don't think that was ever going to be allowed. Yeah, I almost swore a few times on the way through the I had to rein myself in. I started to say the F word and then I had to change it into something else. That's what I picked up. <laughs> the, best, the, best, the best way I described it is it's like I've rooted someone's missus and they're trying to be out to get me. You know? <laughs> Because <laughs> that was like, that's, I was looking at it thinking, okay, you've jumped from Kelly to to BJR. And look, let's be honest, Kelly have had a good start. Kelly Grove have had a good start to the year, particularly yeah. at the Grand Prix this year. They're, both of the cars look really, really strong. And I think you're right. It's like looking back at your ex-girlfriend going, oh, man. <laughs> Maybe I did I jump a little early? <laughs> did I jump a little early here? And then you're getting beat up in the in the in the back alleys as well by other people. It just I, I cannot imagine when you walked out on Sunday of Albert Park, were you happy just to just go home and forget about racing? Um, well yeah, there's there's so many ways to look at it. I think you know, looking at the Kelly Grove crew do well, I was actually generally very happy because all the guys that work there, I know what effort they put in and to see them succeed, Dave succeed, I, I was very happy. And I, I, I think there was a slight part of me that was thinking what you're saying, but um, mm. Mm. I'm just so I happy. I think that's where very I natural. And, and, I think that's very natural yeah. too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's only natural. But um, I definitely wasn't thinking, shit, I made the wrong decision. I think I 100% mm. still made the right decision. And even though we had a bad weekend, the environment is such um, at the moment that I actually am enjoying the challenge and enjoying working with the team. Everyone's so friendly, works together. And, you know, the boys this week have completely stripped the car down. All the body work's, like, been off to the to the shell of the car. And they're, they're completely redoing everything. So just the commitment and the, the um, you know, want to try and do better and to fix issues we've had with equipment and, um, like, the set-up patch and different sort of stuff is just, um, you know, really good for me. There's not a negative energy around what's happened. You know, it's sort of, a, okay, we need a reset. We need a do all this sort of stuff and we sort of know what we need to do so it's um i walked out frustrated of course but also with the okay we need to like turn this thing around and um you know all the guys are the same we're all you know still very friendly obviously chatting and all the stuff no one was really pissed off or 
anything. So um, yeah, I think there's there's many ways you can look at it, but I think we're, we've tackled it in a way that's um, constructive rather than negative. You've got a pretty um, a daunting assignment coming up uh, with Bubba Gallo. I mean, and first off, it's like the return to WA after like three years out, and I, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, I, I think all of the guys like Jack Smith and um, Jack Smith, Bryce, and Macca probably haven't haven't even had a go around there in a in a main game sort of start. Not in the main game, they they would have been in uh, Super two. two, but they wouldn't yeah, be main game, no. Yeah, so you've, you're pretty much, you know, the most ex, uh, experienced when it comes to that track. But at the same time, too, the majority of your races at that track was at a Nissan. So how much are you going to have to change your uh, your mindset going into this next round? Um, well, I'm just glad we're going back to a track that they have a bit of a setup for. At AGP, it was a brand new circuit. No one knew. So we're all sort of starting from scratch and um, going to Perth. At least we know the cars are good there before. We know generally what setup we need. So um, going there, I'm, I'm feeling you know pretty confident, like we were should be at um, Sydney and at Tassie. So, but with the younger guys there, you know, they're pretty good. McCauley, mate, he's, he's stepped up. He finished really sixth on the weekend. Maybe, yeah, he had a good weekend, didn't you know, he? I, I, was, I was asking him questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so no, it's good good to see him, mate. He's he's coming up good, and um, I have no doubt he'll be. You know, pushing us all forward uh, in the future a bit more as well. So, yeah, they're all committed. I don't think we'll have any issues with that. You know, at this level, like all these guys, doesn't matter if we haven't been to a track for five years or I've never been. You know, after one or two practice sessions, everyone's pretty much you know on the level playing field. And it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I look at your career since, as you say, it was revitalised by the Kellys uh, back in what was that? 2016, 2017, Did you say twenty? Yeah, 2018. Yeah. 2018 it was. Most of your supercar career has been in Car of the Futures. Um, Altimas, Falcons, Mustangs, now the ZB, that kind of stuff. But I know this week you got to have a skid in the Gen 3 car, which, full disclosure, I've been massively critical about, oh, God, I don't know, what, 18 months, Nimsy? I think so, has been yeah. going on. I've been really critical <laughs> about it. Um, uh, tell, tell me, because you're one of the first drivers that we've spoken to who's actually – driven it we've had Chaz on the show a couple of weeks ago he hadn't driven it just yet yeah. um svg was typical svg gave us one word answers about <laughs> it um what, what's what's it like what's the new bit of kit apart from being outrageously bloody expensive to to buy um what's it like yeah. to drive at this current stage of its development i know it's going to change oh, it's, it's pretty bloody fast to be honest so it's, yeah. um as a driver, it's pretty it's pretty cool, you know. Into turn one at Phillip Island, we're getting 281, 282 in the car. We reach 270 around that, so we're on the limiter, six gear, flat out into turn one at Phillip Island. So for sure, she's got a bit of speed. Yes, they don't cap us off. We'll be well over 300 down, down and straight. But that's wow. a really cool part about it. Um, so that in itself that adds a bit of excitement. We always love going faster and um, having that excitement. But it's a really interesting one that. You know, people, so many people have asked me and I'm trying to think of how to articulate it properly. But um, I think it's just, it's you have to bloody hang on, I think, because we're, there, there's not as much aero. There's way more grip. And uh, we did a few race runs and stuff. And I put it I put it um, as simply as, you know, you have 100% of the grip right that the car achieves. And let's say 40% of it is aero. And over a race run, you never lose any of that 40% because, it's aero, so it doesn't have tire dig on the aero, you know? Sure, So sure. then you, you lose 60% of 
you know, your grip because the mechanical grip obviously goes down. But with this new car, it's got half the amount of downforce. So over a race run, mate, she moves around a lot more um, high speed, low speed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you, pr- you probably obviously have still 20% downforce. But eighty yep. percent of your your total grip obviously um, moves around and de- degradates a lot more. So um, yeah, it's um, it's pretty interesting to drive as far as that goes. And that's that's a, on, as a standalone. What do you think it'll be like with you know twenty five other or twenty four other cars on the grid? Is it going to make our be- our racing better? Is it going to make it easier at this stage in your initial thoughts and feelings? to be closer to someone to to not have such aero wash is it is it going to be a better toy to play with i think def- it will definitely be less aero wash and definitely less aero issues um so I, I i'm guessing that will be closer racing but no one really knows i guess as yet it sort of reminds me a bit of the super tours back in new zealand and, and those days very similar okay. sort of thing and they they moved around a lot as well so yeah sort the men out from the boys <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and you have to bloody hang on to the thing. So a few boys that aren't too fit might you know, come up and suck. <laughs> and, <laughs> and too many pies. <laughs> this is why Steve Johnson hasn't been asked to come in and drive it. Oh, there's yeah. the first one for the night. Uh, and, and do you do you think? I mean, you're quite a tall driver. Has the ergonomics inside the car b- better? Like you, you didn't find just legs yeah. cramping or back soreness or any of that sort of stuff? No, no, I didn't really know. I was expecting it to be much worse than it was. Everyone was telling me all this sort of stuff. It's hard to get into, you know. The pedals don't go through and hard and forward enough, but I didn't even use. Oop. Yeah. Oop. I think uh, we may have lost Andre. We might Sorry. Have... Oh, there he is. Well, he's back. You just put us on hold, didn't you? <laughs> Did you get elevator music? <laughs> no, we just got we got the nemesis of all radio, which is a thing called dead air. We we do not want dead air. But anyway, that's okay. You was you were just saying that you weren't feeling any of that. You're expecting it to be quite bad, and it wasn't. No, no, it was um, it was all good. I didn't have any issues with anything really. So um, I don't know what everyone's talking about, but um, I'm not a big guy. I'm just kind of tall. I'm not wide or anything like that. So maybe if you're a larger human, you might have some issues, but. Yeah, no issues as far as I went. So, so remember, Maddie, we note down that what Andre just said and pass it on to Steve. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, there's, look, two, yeah. there's two blokes here that will never drive a Gen Three in testing. That's yeah. one Matt McKelvin I'm, and I'm, one I'm, Steve I'm, Johnson. Well, I'm six one and plenty of fun, and I fit in there just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Six wide and plenty of fun. Right, we, we are we are going to we are going to snip that audio, Andre, and at various points throughout the year, that'll we're be, just going to play on six be, one and full of fun. That'll be thrown in for the next for the next time we get you on the show, hey, um, Andre. Before we let you go, mate, uh, let's look let's look at to the to the distant future a fair bit because uh, you've got Dale Wood as a co-driver at Bathurst this year, and uh, that bloke is someone that's fantastic to be able to share a drink straw with. I could tell you that. So, I mean, he did a great job with Nick last year and he returns to BJR this year. Um, have you managed to touch base with him or have a chat with him uh, once you found out that you two would be paired up? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So he was at the ride day we did earlier in the year. So I got to see him, got to have him sit in the car and feel my position of everything. And um, yeah, so I got him to do that. But I obviously know him back from the Kelly days when he drove with Rick. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to get him. Pretty easy guy to get along with, gets the job done. So, 
tell you what, Maddie, uh, if, if that's not going to be the fittest car, that, that's like the magic mic car going down, buddy. <laughs> Go on, well, at one stage, it'll, it'll be six foot one full of fun, uh, Andre Hairdryer in the car. So that's that's what we'll have. That is, whenever your name comes up, it'll be, oh, Mr. Six foot one full of fun. Right, eh? How good. Mate, if that's not on, if, that's, if you don't write that when you do your signature, it's a travesty. <laughs> Andre Heimgartner, six foot one, full of fun. <laughs> Peter Brock used to say, enjoy life, live life. Yours is six foot one, full of fun. <laughs> oh, brilliant stuff. Hey, Andre, you've been incredibly generous with your time this evening, mate. Uh, enjoy the next couple of weeks off before you have to make it over to WA. But uh, thanks again for jumping on board the driver's seat, mate. It's always a pleasure to get you on. And uh, go well in Barbagallo. No worries. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Andre Heimgartner was our, was our it's feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters, the professional choice. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.